Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, Episode 85, Collateral Damage, with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. Welcome back. Glad to see you're still with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to come back every once in a while. I haven't been fired yet. We don't offend. And oh, the listeners. <laughs> we drop knowledge and information here that's useful, yeah? So today we're talking about collateral damage. So this is a listener request uh, d- directly towards Frank Garcia. And he says, he's, I heard you heard this whoa, one. Whoa, what do you mean directly towards? Well, when I think about damage, I think about you. So <laughs> no, I don't mean damaged goods. Touche, coach. No, but people have brought this topic to your attention as a potential topic for conversation. Correct. And you said it's been heard on more than one occasion. So... Without sharing too much, what can we say about collateral damage, or maybe in the context of the listeners uh, or people who you asso- the people you you associate with, <laughs> and why they would have brought it up to you? True story. Well, it's been brought up in in multiple aspects, and and the first one that it was brought up in was a business aspect, um, in that one of our referral sources that we send business over to, um, we had a conversation regarding a client in common, and and certain things that were done financially that affected future deals one two because of that it caused a lot of stress on family members and it caused stress on personal things that then got back to the vendor um so in other words how one action and right now you're not seeing it but it, there is if, if you will some sort of you know ripple effect butterfly effect there's a chain reaction to hey if i don't consider what I'm doing, or if I don't pay attention or I don't focus on what I'm doing, bigger picture, some of these things have a big impact. So that was the first aspect. And then right after within the same, you know, call it the same week, I, I, I don't I don't think it passed a week. Um, it happened again where I saw that personally with um, with friends and families and, and, and relationships where one person went out, did something, and then, you know, it, it, it causes an effect. Hey, but they don't think about me, the collateral damage. And again, when you hear things like that, you know, the kids and this and that, and when you hear things like that, it's, again, it was it, it was brought up to, hey, you need to do an episode on this. So it was funny that two different aspects, but the words were same thing. And one was business. The other one was personal. Um, so, again, you request it and we deliver. Okay, so I came from completely unprepared because when we said collateral damage, I thought we were talking about the Schwarzenegger movie from 2002, which is one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) No, so essentially, getting back on track here, collateral damage is, by definition, we're talking to my good friend Webster, uh, Miriam Webster to be specific, injury inflicted on something other than an intended target. And as Frank kind of went around here, basically, when you do things that have an effect on those around you. Correct. Just to just to put it in layman's terms here. So as we go and divulge more in this and, and discuss more about this topic, what are the things that you are doing which are having potentially collateral damage to those around you? And typically it's it's in a negative context, right? Yeah. Because well, damage isn't good. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> right. The the term actually comes from the Latin root word collateralis. Uh, and not only are we going to school, we're going to church. We're dropping, <laughs> dropping the mic here, baby. Come on, <laughs> hit me. <laughs> and and it's it it's derived from a euphemism that the military has adopted, right? Where there's an intended target or an airstrike, right. and the damage hits unintended targets that are nearby. So if you look at the Latin root, what you're looking at is together with. So. 
the damage is done to the target together with unintended objectives as well. Mm -hmm. So in terms of individuals, relationships, businesses is what is the impact of the sight unseen. You didn't measure perhaps the unintended target in, in, in pistol qualification or safety. It's called looking at the target and what's beyond Mm. so that you don't impact something together with the target that should not be damaged. I, sense? Li- I like that, Dr. Mario, because that beyond is something we don't think about. Because when we think collateral damage, we think radius. We mm-hmm. think I'm going to have this action and, oh, my God, something next to it or something, you know. Um, hey, if I go out and I chase this project or I go get this, it impacts my financials this way or it'll impact my family this way. Um, but we don't always see it as a future event we don't see it as 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 a chain reaction or a domino effect that pushes forward um so that's all that's a great new perspective on it in the sense that i took this action today and today nobody was affected Mm -hmm. but tomorrow they will be right so i i and and that's kind of you know something that and even ourselves right sometimes we can if you take a look at it from that point of view if i do something today for myself right and i did this yeah today was great but then tomorrow it might affect me so you know it, it's kind of like if you look at it from that linear point of view mm-hmm. it it opens up a different mentality towards that yeah thinking about the metaphor right the uh, throwing the rock that skips in the water what is the ripple effect right? yeah of that initial uh, skip, hop, jump, mm-hmm. whatever, damage. Yeah, when we're talking the, about the initial contact it's of crazy. the stone with the water, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I think about that just you know from grade school, you know, king of useless information here. Always bring up the good stuff that I can, uh, you know, <laughs> stuff like you know mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell and all these things that you've never heard. But I think of Newton's third law of physics. Yeah. So for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And if we're talking about collateral damage, for every action that you take, whether it's I'm going to, and again, it it can be with positive intent. And that's what you need to realize. A positive intention, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to go hardcore and, you know, and and get aggressive with the business. But what's the collateral damage there? What's the equal and opposite reaction? You're going headstrong into more work. What's happening to social circles, friendships, families, spouses? So that's what we want to be aware of. And that's the intention of this podcast and this specific episode. What are the what is the damage that you are potentially causing or the problems beyond the target or, you know, on the side that you're not looking at that are that are potentially affecting your life? And why aren't you looking at them? I think that's a big thing. I don't, right? think, I don't think people realize. Yeah. That, so so that's the first thing. Why aren't you Man, self-aware of these episode things? Episode is fire. I, 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 it. I actually agree with both of you. I, you know. I've been meditating uh, during my prayer time about friendly fire. And so we, as we gather together here and think about the unforeseen consequences beyond the strike zone, mm-hmm. you think about the emotions of a child, for example, in, in cases of domestic violence, where individuals, husband and wife, or, or whatever the relationship is, father, son, daughter, etc. They believe that the children are unaware just because they're having this argument either outside the house or in a bedroom and that the children are not seeing, hearing, and feeling the consequences. It's it's always the children are fine. The children are fine. The children aren't being heard or listened to or aren't even being questioned about what's going on in the background. But that's another story. Please continue. (laughs) (laughs) 
You gotta love him. It's true. <laughs> it, it, this, this is exactly my point. You know, it's friendly fire. You don't intend for the children to get hurt emotionally, but the consequences to include the research, um, you know, when I was a prosecutor in domestic violence, we had experts who would talk about the fact that a mother who was in the gestation period had a, a baby, uh, was expecting, and there was a husband, uh, psychological and or physical abuse, how children could be born with post-traumatic stress disorder. That's a good case of collateral damage. It's, it's friendly fire. It's actually danger close, hmm. if you think about mm -hmm. it in terms of military and in terms of airstrikes. And so it's the bottom line here is, is, is Frank and Coach, is that I believe the reason why uh, friendly fire is hurting so many people, that collateral damage is being caused because the lack of accountability, the lack of the unforeseen target beyond mm -hmm. The damage that it's going to cause, not just today, not there's just those in proximity, but those in, in their years. How many adults today are still dealing with mommy-daddy issues, mm. for example? Uh, I mean, I think in some way or another, some, everyone's dealing with mommy-daddy issues. And it's not necessarily that it's a big issue in their, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in their active lives, but essentially things, behaviors, you know, Things that they've learned from mommy and daddy have become an issue in their lives because it's pretend. Like, let me let me put it in a way. It's it has them thinking in a certain way or a certain mindset. Whether it's a limiting belief, whether it's a it's a you know, but a, a, a somehow a mindset that doesn't allow them to grow or flourish in some way or another. I like so where you're going. Something that's they've learned. It's it's not you're not dealing with you know you know getting you know your dad's coming home and beating on you or something like that you know we're all free of that but essentially it's other things that that we've learned from our caretakers or our significant others that that are affecting our lives later. It's it's said that essentially we learn and we we cope however we can we do the best we can with the resources we have available and we all know that but how we cope is just how we learn we. Essentially, we'll learn to cope how we see our parents cope and everyone does things. But again, so those things learned, even though it may not seem like it's collateral damage because it's a huge thing because it's not a huge drama. It's not a huge, you know, uh, significant emotional event in our lives, but they're still going to affect us in one way or another. If you see, let's say if it's parents who are divorced and let's say, you know what, you have a, they have an open relationship and they're fine, but one of them never remarries or loves anyone again because they're so scorned and hurt then that's something they learn. They Are they going to take the role from the mother who moved on or the father who didn't? And now they, hey, you know what? I saw my dad go through this. I never want to get hurt like that. I can live without it. That's a great example because you see collateral damage in parents' divorce. Uh, well, typically the children are not the target of the malicious slander and the manipulation, but they're hurt anyway. Yeah. You know? I mean, the question has to be asked, um, uh, as the adult in those roles, what am I teaching them? Mm. Because what they see is what they're learning. You are essentially teaching them how a man treats a woman, how a, man, a woman treats a man, and how this should happen. You know, in this meaning, the, the, I guess the, the, the deterioration of the relationship and how it moves on from then. My, my interpretation of everything you guys are saying is just there's a lack of self-awareness then. Well, absolutely. I mean, like, that's literally the definition of collateral damage. You weren't aware what was going to happen. Exactly. Or so, you were aware and took the risk. Now, now the self-awareness aspect of this is huge in the sense of 
we're all self-aware of the things we want. Because a lot of this collateral damage happens when a hey, I'm going to strike. I'm going to take action onto something. Mm-hmm. Good example. Hey, I'm going to take the new job which forces me to travel, and I want it for a career growth. I want it. Let's say it's a positive thing, right? Because not it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing, right? Let me give you a good example. Um, negative action, um, like we were talking about. Hey, divorce. Somebody cheated. Whatever. Okay. Positive. Hey, I'm going to take on this new job. But now I'm working to a point where I can't take care of home. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes collateral damage. Again, mm-hmm. you had positive intent, and, and, and we all know the saying, right? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Hmm. So you had good intentions to providing more and doing better and this, and now there's collateral damage. But you had the self-awareness to, hey, I need to provide more. I need to get more. I need to do more, this and this. But it was misdirected. So is it safe to say, um, just based off of this, Collateral damage is equal to lack of awareness and or proper planning or consideration for others. Well, I would I would say I mean, self awareness number one, self control number two. That that's where I Come was on. going. Come that's on, that's exactly where I was going. So the self awareness is the first aspect of it, right? That initial move, but then that self control to say, hey, I'm doing this, and a lot of this collateral damage is repeat offenders. Everything you guys have mentioned, all these examples, it's not just a one-time deal, right? It's constant fighting, it's constant bickering, it's constant cheating, constant stealing, uh, well, yeah. constant, I mean, constant it, negativity, right? So if if you do something by mistake but continue to make the same mistake, oh, yeah. and even if it's with a positive outlook, even for your life or your children's life, but if you see that it's a mistake to people around you and you continue to do it. Yeah, that's uh, in the words of DJ Khaled. You played yourself. Yeah. So <laughs> now, now, and that's that 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 to me is a is a crucial part, right? Because um, now you continue to make the same mistake, and you see the same effect on people: the same fights, the same tears, the same arguments, the same saying. You continue to have the same conversations with somebody, right? If I come in here and I have the same conversation with Coach, and he's constantly upset about the same thing, no matter how many times I walk in here and I tell him it's for a positive. I'm hurting somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so if that's the case, there needs to be a better way to fix that. The, the answer I believe in, in self-control is whether you're going to allow your desires to lead your decisions. And when you do that, oh. our, our lives say that again. Come on. Say it again louder. Yeah. Hit him with that louder one more time. For the people in the back. Oh my God. <laughs> whether your desires will lead your decisions. And if you do so, your lives are quickly going to, self-destruct and 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 your bodies are going to quickly spin out of control mm. and there's no doubt that that's going to cause friendly fire yeah. collateral damage yeah. the impact not just on your children and let's say you don't have any children but you got ne- you have nephews you have nieces and if you don't you're still modeling you never know who's looking at you you never know who thinks of you as a hero for yeah. good or for bad yeah. well that's a, that that's another really good point to this conversation in that the modeling aspects. I mean, else we, mm-hmm. you know, it's rare that we talk about it. If you, let's say, okay, coach and I have a fight, right? And, and we have an argument and I walk out of here all moody and upset. I go to my client. Cause you're wrong. All mm-hmm. moody and upset. <laughs> right. And now I'm, I'm, I'm modeling that behavior. I'm going to a client all moody and upset. And I might sit there and say, no, no I can, I can segment. I can piece that out. I can, you know, uh, not have to worry about it. I can compartmentalize that, there you go. But, yeah, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're that's a very difficult thing to do. 
So it will trickle onto other things. So then I leave that client appointment. And of course, I didn't, you know, it was a bad client meeting because I'm upset. So then I leave yeah. there and then I go home, right? And then I, I, my family that I'm with, and then I upset them because I'm moody there. So the modeling aspect of it, how it trickles in. So again, it well, might be one thing that has this damage, but the collateral damage is not just that. The collateral damage is you taking it with you the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and it will compound. And to be honest, the people at home get it the worst. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I can agree the, with the that. family is going. To, the family, the significant other, the spouse, whoever's at home, is usually going to get it worse than anyone else in the office or in any other location, because that's their opportunity to come home and unwind, right? And now this, all these other things that they couldn't say to jerk boss or, 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 or dumb counterpart or whatever can't be said. You know, you can only you you know you can only do what you can do at work, which is why what, do you guys think that is? is which it because is because this person's not going to leave me. My wife is harder for her to leave me. My mom or dad or my sister, my brother, my best friend is harder for him to leave me. So I'm going to you know unwind on that person. Um, I mean, I, I would, it would it's a case by case scenario for me. Honestly, it just depends. I mean, you, it could be taken as you know someone can think they're just telling their significant other about the day, but they don't realize that they're you know like one they come back they tell this the spouse or the significant other about it, they're putting themselves back in that same state as they were, as they get energetic about the problem again. And then before you know it, they've said it, you know, can you believe him, guy? And so they're back in that funky state, and now they're operating back at home. So then now they're not, they've brought the problem home, they've put themselves back into the state by verbalizing the story, basically playing, like, like music. They put on the song and dance again, and so now they're, they're in the back in that same mood, and then, you know, they're at home. That they just put themselves in a crappy state. All all it takes is that one dumb thing to happen, where they walk downstairs and you know, hand me that plate of dinner, and then the the plate falls off the counter, and you know what? This day is just complete stuff, right? Because now it's it was it was at work, and now we're at home, and you know what? Some you know accidents happen. You know you're gonna drop a glass of milk. You know, but now the house becomes collateral. But damage now the now house home. is collateral yeah. damage. But again, like I said, and at work you can't do it. There's only so much you can do in the workplace. Yeah. You know, when you want to tell someone off, you know. As per previous email, you know, there's only so much, you know, unconscious condescending. As per our conversation, Timothy. Yeah. You know, you can't do so much, you know. I think one of the unspoken battlefields that is receiving the major impact of collateral damage, I want your opinions on this, obviously, is is this, the school grounds. The children that are in our schools are having that impact that they're receiving at home. And again, it's not every home. We're not bad-mouthing parents. They're, again, they're doing the best they can with the resources they have available. But we coach and have so many teachers that come through our program mm -hmm. of neuro-linguistic programming and coaching that are reporting the undisciplined uh, acts of the children. And we're not talking about high school. We're talking mm -hmm. about second graders, third yeah. graders, talking back to teachers, and mm -hmm. some of them even... Uh, worse behaviors, yeah. and, and and it's and it's interesting because again, if if we're not educating our our children, which is where where it starts, uh, you know, self control. If you look at scripture, it's mentioned 174 times. If you look at discipline, which is a spinoff from that, it's about 169 times mentioned in, in scripture. We've removed that completely from schools. We've removed so many things that gave structure and foundation to who we are as Americans today, that it's no wonder we've got collateral damage, friendly fire in our schools, in our businesses, and at home. I mean, it, it starts, I think, from kids to adults, it's, 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 it's an issue. 
I mean, because as we said, we've, we've talked about divorce. We've talked about, you know, and that's that's the adult's end, right? You know, so the collateral damage there. I mean, think of other things. Think of, think of mixed families who divorce. What's the collateral, da- da- collateral damage there for some of those kids? Oh, there goes daddy. I didn't have one. I had one for five years, and now he's gone again. Mm-hmm. You know, there's bigger things there. And also, let's go to the opposite side, of, you know, the, the, the opposite end of the spectrum. Let's talk about our entrepreneurs that are doing their thing. You know, hey, you know what? I'm starting this business. I think every person's significant other or when a person knows, like, hey, when you're going in, you're starting your own business, you got to go, you know, all in because you're everything. You're the marketing coordinator. You're the owner. You're the operator. You're the, you know, you're the delivery boy. You, you know, you're everything at that point. What's the, what's the collateral damage there? Man, I'll tell you the, this the, much. The, the, the relationship, the time spent, just what we want to bring into your awareness, if it's not already there, is what are you doing that could be compounding or affecting those people around you that you love and care about that you should change today to make a significant change in your lifestyle that's going to bring happiness internally to you and to those around you. Let me tell because you. Some people are suffering in silence in your life and they love you that much that they're suffering in silence because they want you to be happy. So they're letting you do their thing and they're the collateral damage with their mouth shut because that's how much they love you. They become pleasers. Oh though. man, I'm hot. Okay. They become pleasers. Oh man, I'm hot. Okay, okay, it's a saboteur. So, so, those, so those are two different things. <laughs> it's a saboteur. Let's yeah, go. Man. Let's go. So <laughs> we'll go in order. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> and then there's Frank. This, this is, this is why you guys owe me the big bucks. There we go. Um, the entrepreneurial side, the business 99.9% of the time is the collateral damage. Hmm. I have, I have this relationship. I have this girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. And or I have these, ba- these friends, these parties, birthdays, blah, 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 blah. And then the money gets spent. The time gets spent. The effort and energy gets spent on that. And the business goes to the waste. I've also seen where, and it and it really is always a business. No, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Then you shouldn't have started a business. You shouldn't have started hmm. a company. Then maybe the the employment route, which is a beautiful thing, also right? right. The employment route is the way to go for you. Have some. Hey, I need some structure in my life. I need an eight to five, and then five o'clock I can start working on this, right? But I need the income now. So the business usually is the collateral damage, hmm. right? So so hey, the business isn't doing well. Walk me through your day. Well, I wake up at nine. Okay, right there. Okay, then I go to the gym till 11, 12. Okay, there it is there. You know, and then after that, you know, when I get done, I, I you know, I, I don't know where to start. Well, probably, yeah, you do know where you start. You get to the parking lot and you're halfway through your day and you haven't started on the business. Hmm. Like, there it is. You know, or hey, no, I wake up and I do this with the kids, this with the family. So you're investing so much that you forget the business or hey no but that's why i have this person to do this and i'm i'm a great business owner you might be a better in, you know investor than owner so the business usually is so if you're seeing that the business if you're in that mind state and you're an entrepreneur business owner business operator uh investor whatever it is and and you're seeing that negative impact a lot of the times things those things can be fixed with a simple hey i'm going to have more structure with the day um on the other aspect of, of, of what Coach was saying, and what was it exactly you said? The I don't remember. I don't. I don't work, I don't work, I don't work here. Um, <laughs> oh, was it relationships? The relationship part. The, the saboteur part. That's another episode. That was well. Yeah. Well, the saboteur. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mentioned uh, this like somebody su- suffering in silence. Right. Yeah. You. I, yeah. I like that. As I, I, as far as that goes. The, the suffering and silence for you and, and how that comes off as collateral damage. That says a lot 
about you and if and and that's going to blow up because mm. if you have people like that in your life and 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 we'll give you guys solutions right that's what we do here at strategic life podcast if you constantly call the same person or you tell the same person or you're or you're always speaking to the same person and it's always the same problem and you're getting the same thing and all you're getting is a little yeah this yeah that the same advice and one day they're going to blow up on you. One day they're going to tell you, yeah. hey, Bobby, like enough. I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. You know, this is too much for me. Like your daily stress now is, is is bothering me. So that's an aspect of it. Two, if you're on the other side and you have people like that, you need to let them know, hey, I like this is going to cause collateral damage and here's a part of it. So how to avoid it, how to spot it first. If you're the one creating the collateral damage, if you see the people around you, if it's always negative, if you feel, if you wake up one morning or you go to sleep and you say, everybody hates me, that's collateral damage. That's, 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 that's what it looks like when you're doing it. And if you wake up one morning and you say, wow, man, hey, all these people around me are just stressing me out, then that's, you might be a part of theirs. So yeah. it's always good. If you really care about that person, point it out, help them through it. Yeah, I think as we look at self-control, you have to consider as we get ready to close uh, this, this podcast episode We've got to look at controlling our impulses. You know, Oof. I talked about earlier, desire, leading our decisions. It's, it's all about impulse control. It's also about controlling our emotions. And if we don't control our emotions, then it's number three. The third type of self-control is the movement. It's our behaviors, right? Wherever focus goes, energy flows. That energy it obviously converts into an emotion. Emotion consumes time. The end product is a behavior, and that's where we have the collateral damage when you don't control your impulses, when you let your emotions get out of hand. And then the end result is an unwanted behavior because you didn't look at the target and beyond. And when we say target, we're not looking at it as obviously, you know, a, a military target or anything like that. It's just the individuals you're having relationships with, conversations with. And so we've got to be more aware. We've got to become more self-controlled. And as we look at it, let our desires not lead our decisions. Thank you for listening. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Life Podcast, Twitter at Strategic Life PC, our website, strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and for business solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.